Welcome back to the Holy Strong Podcast. I am going to talk about what I think happens after you die. Death, 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 death. Um, it's been a pretty sad time recently, I think. Everyone's been a little bit down. No one's too stoked about what's going on in the world, um, obviously. And uh, yeah, the main theme has been a lot of death. Like, I, t- I press my Instagram button... And like the first thing that pops up is some pretty fucked photos and videos of some dead kids. And it's just really awful and there's a lot of shit going on. And it's pretty hard to like, you know, if you don't have a good relationship with death, the idea of death itself, then people would be really struggling right now. Um, so yeah, I wanted to talk about um, my view on uh, death and existence and non-existence. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll, firstly, let's just start off with existence. This is how my brain sees existence. Um, since I was like a little kid, like, I, th- I think I first thought of the idea or found out that I was going to die one day when I was about four or five. I remember going to mass for Christmas or something. And um, I think we're in Belgium and there's like this big, beautiful like statue, like real detailed um, statue of Jesus getting crucified. And I and I was like whispering to mom like during mass. Oh, so like what happens after you die? Like just playing with the idea. And then she's like, well, when you die, you this happens. And I'm like, what, what do you mean when I die? So like, well, everyone dies. And then I just re- remember my whole body just dropping like, what the fuck? <laughs> no one told me this. Everyone dies. Like, I'm going to die one day. I thought it was just like, yeah, to be hit by a bus or something or get really sick. <laughs> so I did. I'd gone my first four years, five years of my life were fantastic. You're living forever. Infinity, let's go. Never dying. Just don't walk in front of a fucking tram. Um, and then... Yeah, I remember just my mum telling me that and then it just replaying on my mind and having very lonely, scary nights in bed. Just dark, deep thoughts of just trying to imagine. I was trying to imagine dying and like where it goes and then feeling emptiness and absolutely nothing. And I would just, it would be the scariest feeling ever. You're like, whoa, that doesn't make any sense. doesn't make sense at all. How do you go from having memory to just, not even being in a position where you don't have memory because you just don't exist. There's nothing. And the fact is that it's impossible to imagine nothing. It's impossible to imagine non-existence because non-existence, by definition, doesn't exist. The non-existence, by definition, does it ceases to exist. It, that concept doesn't exist. It's not part of our reality. That's how my brain is seeing this. It's not a possibility because non-existence 
only has one quality and that's to not be there to it can't be a thing it's not a thing it doesn't exist it's not part of our reality at all so therefore what you're left with is just existence <laughs> there's existence and then there's non-existence and they don't live in the same reality the non-existence is not a thing everything that you're left with is existence infinity just constant existence so but we know that the body doesn't last forever we know that but is the body the mind is that connected with the true you the the you that's under because you don't say like i am my body you say i have a body i've got an arm i've got a i've got a leg i've got a head i am not my head i'm not my i am my body but i'm not it isn't truly all me at my essence it's not all of me so you have you have a body for a bit and then it dies so what happens to the rest of you and then you go into the world of reincarnation which pretty much every eastern religion believes in i don't know if it's reincarnation or incarnation i think it's just incarnation because when you you die you have no mass anymore and when you have no mass you can't be affected by time anymore because to be able to be affected by time you actually have to have a mass because if your body dies and your consciousness leaves your body you're massless time isn't a linear thing anymore you could you go back up into the realm or whatever and you will live all your lifetimes so you're incarnating in all of these lifetimes throughout history at different times but not in a linear way if that makes any sense so it's not reincarnating because it's all happening at the same time there's no time doesn't exist time isn't a thing either <laughs> time is a thing sorry time does exist but the well the real the, the experience of time exists time itself doesn't really exist but the reality of time exists sort of a bit confusing um but anyway so this is Taoism, your ancient chinese um your japanese your uh your buddhism your sikhism um and then your indigenous cultures like this indigenous australian cultures all the different mobs they're not connected they're not united by like one uh religion or spirituality one, one form of of it they've got different ideas and form and um they've got different languages they're completely different tribes so maybe you know some of them believe in reincarnation others might not uh indian americans i think a lot of them believe in the idea of in incarnating your body comes back so your, your body dies and then the personality the person behind it goes back into the whatever the aborigines, aborigines call it the dreaming so they go back to the dream time the dreaming and then and then they come back and they re, they reincarnated but they've got totem animals as well it'd be good to have this conversation with an indigenous person um to really explain it but yeah but just with like the science of it <laughs> it's hard to explain you it's pretty difficult to explain the science behind metaphysical stuff like the afterlife it is metaphysical it's not physical anymore your consciousness isn't a physical thing 
It's energy. <sighs> um, yeah, well, who else believes in reincarnation? The Zoroastrian, the Zoroastrians, Zoroastrians, and um, that was um, Freddie Mercury's religion. So he, the Zoroastrian, is a religion that um, has been around since before. Uh, it, it could be, they don't really know when, but it could be before Judaism itself, like the Abrahamic religions, Muslim, um, Islam, Judaism, and Christianity. They're the Abrahamic ones. They believe in, obviously, you, you die, but you go to heaven. I think you live forever, but it's like a judgment thing. It's like, do you go to hell or heaven? Yeah, I don't know. I've been Christian my whole life, been a Catholic my whole life, but I still don't really understand what they believe in. <laughs> like truly, like what happened? tell me what happens like what, what do you actually believe in um but anyway zoroastrianism was and i think most of persia so the persians were the ancient uh iranians before they were arab before the um islam came in into the middle east and took over um took over the middle east the persians were there and they were zoroastrian and um they believed in reincarnation and then they all got pushed out by the Arabs and most of them live in the westernmost point of India now, um, which is where Freddie Mercury was born. Um, I, I think there's only like this shit. I think there's only 400 of them in Australia in the census. Um, yeah. The, yeah. It's not a very, it's not a very popular religion, but it's very cool. Um, they just preach like positivity and positive thoughts um yeah and then um yeah there were some really cool ancient persian civilizations the sasanian empire they were pretty cool and they just like they held down against the romans like the romans had all of europe and shit and then after 300 bc uh common era 300 ad they came into the middle east constantinople became the um uh became the um, capital of the Roman Empire. So they were trying to like creep into the Middle East. But the Persian Empire stayed strong. And then I think the Arabs came in and just like wiped them out, I think, eventually. Um, anyway, but the yeah, the Inuits and the Indian Americans, um, lots of tribes in Africa, like your um, the voodoo sort of tribes, they believe in like your, your spirit leaves the body. So there's, there's, all, there's you know, and it also in Christianity and Judaism, the, the the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Like there's a disconnection. You can disconnect the consciousness from the body and the mind. Like you aren't you aren't your brain. You're not your body. You are something else. You use your mind and your body for this experience right now. But the true you is apart from that it's bigger than that it's um anyway if you want to get into um how does the consciousness enter the body um uh it would be through the pineal gland it's the center of your brain and uh it releases uh dmt naturally it releases dmt and floods your brain when you're born so pff, welcome to the world like consciousness like logs in it's like, all right, let's go. So people think, especially people that have, I've never done DMT, but the people that have done DMT say that it's just like a, like you 
it's out of body experience it's just a consciousness overload and people say that they've like lived other lives and shit they've they've like they fully were there for like months and months in their in their trip and they come back in here um into this back to their reality (laughs) where they're smoking dmt or ayahuasca or anything like that and they come back to the reality and they're like what the hell happened that was a full other lifetime and the truth is i probably experienced or remembered other lifetimes that they've had previously or because time isn't a thing everything's happening right here right now all at the same time you're probably probably connecting with another lifetime on a parallel reality at, that's happening at the exact same time um yeah um, but yeah infinity what's imagine infinity you can't really imagine infinity infinity either it's never ending constantly learning but obviously when you're born you don't remember all these past lifetimes that you've had um so there's the art of forgetting i guess like you wouldn't there's no point coming back to incarnate back into physical body if you already remember like all the lessons you've learned in all the other lifetimes you come back in fresh going okay back human you've always you've only ever been a human and then it's like trying to like remember um that you are god essentially (laughs) you're all god we are all god everything's god everything's a drum everything's a resonance everything's a sound it's all different sound lost it (laughs) Everything's a frequency. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it really helps me with dealing with the idea of death because I'm really like, I mean, I know I can say it, but if push came to shove, like in front of me, if I had to like sacrifice my life for something, would I do it? Because right now I will sit here and say that I'm not scared of death because of the fact that I simply no like i I feel it so much that i nearly know that you don't die that death is an illusion and that when you die i mean you can anyone who has had a near-death experience like a real full one where they they die for a little bit like people have written books after they've died and come back to life and they've all they're all recounting the same thing they've saw the bright light they've gone towards the bright light they've been engulfed by this beautiful radiant what they say it um yeah a brilliant radiant light they all they all say brilliant it's like a positive thing (laughs) a positive light and a lot of them go through this um they feel so at home that when they do come back to life they they miss where they were that they're like they're actually a little bit upset that they've come back a few of them have said that which is also interesting um so the other side way better <laughs> what are we all doing here <laughs> um and uh yeah a lot of scientists like good um very smart people in the past like nikola tesla pretty sure einstein thought this as well he was technically agnostic but he said a few things about like death is an illusion um that you don't really die or like your body dies, your Einstein died, but there's a soul behind him and that soul has been many other people. I'm, his soul could be incarnated as a person right now, who knows? Um, 
but yeah nikola tesla said death is an illusion once you understand that death death is an illusion you will be free um which is the first time that i heard that idea and then i ended up doing <laughs> i did a bunch of acid um while everyone all my friends are doing acid as well but i like honed in on the idea of death because i had a friend who's who had just, just lost a parent and no one like my grandma died from alzheimer's but you know alzheimer's is like a slowly dying one it's not like they're there and then they're not there it's like they're slowly not being there anymore so that that was a little easier to cope with not easier but like it's not a sudden thing um so i've never really experienced death personally um like a little amount um so i was struggling to empathize with other people who had lost a parent for example um so i went in on this uh acid trip or maybe mushrooms i can't remember and just tried to really think about the idea of death and i had a really like positive experience i was looking at plants and like parts of the plants are like were dying away and then other plant other sides of the plants were like really blooming and then you know you could i could kind of like see the energy the energy just goes you know energy is always in motion it's never stagnant and there's death and then there's rebirth there's bushfires that come through and they kill everything but then the the trees sprout back like the next year the next two years like it's so green everything's just like rises out of the ashes and so i exercise my brain into having a really good relationship with death um and that has really helped me uh just you know even just to watch the news (laughs) like the news at the moment is so depressing there's people dying all over the place like there's a lot of conflict a lot of innocent people a lot of kids and a lot of just a lot of poor people who are just not having a fair life at all and their life gets cut down really early really quickly so kids dying Uh, my sister lost her best friend in primary school from cancer i also struggled to empathize with that at the time um you know it's a it's a death is a difficult difficult thing to understand or to and i mean you'll never really understand it but until it happens to you (laughs) but you can have a good outlook and you know most indigenous cultures and a lot of smart people a lot of like movie directors who when death happens in movies they they have the whole like bright light idea and you get you you do a quick review of like you know how how's your life going did you um did you accomplish all the themes that you wanted to investigate during your lifetime um there's also people like Dolores Cannon and uh, Michael Newton, something like that, his name is. There's people that are like really good hypnos- hyp- hypnotists. They can really hypnotize people and put people into a full trance. And I've listened to like recordings of this and they've got like a really normal person um, who has had like a near-death experience, but like they seem pretty normal. And then they just fall into this trance like it's i've been hypnotized before in france and um it was 100 real like i was fully not in control like i was hearing everything i was aware of everything but i was not in control of my body so i don't know what is i don't know the science behind that at all yet could could try to if anyone knows a hypnotist we could get them on the podcast that could be interesting but anyway dolores cannon 
has written books about her times in sessions with people and they dive deep into the realm of the spirit world realm the other side <laughs> behind the beyond the veil or beneath the veil um the occult the metaphysical gone to the other side and then fully talking to other souls and other beings and whatever and finding out um information and talking to De dolores cannon and as she records everything and she writes a book but they say that there's steps and i think in the bible there's this as well um and the quran and stuff that you die you go to, you have like a review or a test which would they would look at your life and a lot of people who die say that their whole life they see their whole life in chapters like all at the same time so that could be like the review you're reviewing your life um you know it's and it's not a negative or a positive thing i don't think it wouldn't be like oh you did this wrong like they're not judging you it's just did you i think everyone would have a theme they're like, like I, I truly believe that everyone's got a theme that their soul is investigating while they're having a phys physical experience um and that theme would usually be the hardest thing that the hardest part of your life would be that theme probably and then how to transcend the pain or the suffering from that into positivity and if you can do that then you're like you know thumbs up <laughs> it's always thumbs up um but yeah anyway that's my view of death um yeah and there's also mediums who can really like talk to um they somehow have communication with people that have died already and they can bring them through like i've seen videos of it i've always been very skeptical um but then i i, I had my own one-on-one -on -one experience with a medium and there was one like one ridiculously true um there was just things that there's no way that they would have known um yeah yeah the metaphysical stuff is crazy and dive dive into it if you're skeptical about it go in as a as a skeptic um many many scientists have gone in as skeptics alan watts michael uh what's his name terence terence mckenna sorry terence mckenna was a massive skeptic and he went in and he's obviously the mushroom lord now <laughs> um and then yeah the many 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 scientists and like quantum scientists have and astronauts as well people like a lot of ast astronauts are like you know most rational mind um get shit done sort of attitude and they've gone to space and in space they've had um experiences where like they've had uh what's the word uh what's the word where epiphanies they've had like epiphanies and they've come home and they've become like super spiritual and like like oh i saw the light <laughs> I, I, death isn't real death is an illusion I, th I really think that if people can go into that realm try to think about death so much that dying and non-existing doesn't make sense and it's true because it non-existence doesn't exist it's by definition that's literally what the word means it doesn't exist it's not a thing it's not part of our reality the cosmos goes forever our world is infinite everything is infinite it's infinity it's not non-existence it's infinity is what we need to 
start thinking about. You live forever and ever and ever and ever and ever, constantly changing to new bodies. You might be a fucking seaweed the next day. Who the fuck knows? Um, this is Buddhism. It's many cultures, many, many cultures. And uh, I reckon that AI will get to a point. I reckon that AI will get will get to evolve to a point where we can ask it these questions and it might know the answer. <laughs> anyway, that's all I got for you. Don't die. <laughs>